Welcome to The Habit Queen. My name is Anya Perry. I'm a coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life, your health, wellness, and mindset, so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset, and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Habit Queen podcast, episode 70. I can't believe we're here. Oh my goodness. If you're new to listening to me, hi, my name is Anya Perry. I'm a work and life balance coach who helps women, busy women, professionals, and leaders create beautiful balance, peace in their bodies, minds, and lives, and have it all. So before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to something really cool. I always wanted to have a community and it's pretty hard to have a community via podcast, even though I know you guys are listening. I know sometimes I get feedback via emails and reviews and all of that, but I think it's a one-way street in a way because I don't see your beautiful faces. I don't get to know you. So things been kind of heating up in my Facebook community. I brought it back and we are hitting it off. Next week, I have an exciting announcement for women who want to have the post summer reset. So if your expectations from summer didn't get fulfilled, if things get sideways, if you got too busy, this is definitely going to be for you. And I'm pumped to announce it very, very soon. So if you're listening to this now in real time, join my Facebook community. It's called Work Life Balanced for a big announcement next week and a chance to enter the biggest giveaway I ever hosted because my business is celebrating five years on this planet and I am absolutely stoked. So now this episode is definitely for you if you are a leader, a purpose-driven woman who is sweating through the long non-stop days and feels, lately feels more aggravated, more blah, more unmotivated and sort of checked out. I don't think we talk about this enough. I think we only post articles and blog posts. We don't have real conversations about what is happening. And I'm not talking about the B word, burnout. If you read the name of this episode, the seven self-care practices to prevent burnout. We're not talking about here, not only about your work burnout, because work is only a tiny part of your life. I am more concerned about you burning out as a human being, as a woman, as a person who has other aspects of your life, not only a job where you definitely can get burnout. And I wanna share my story. I wanna talk a little bit about symptoms, the symptoms of burnout, because again, I think we need to bring more awareness. The issue is becoming more massive and more serious. When do we burn out? Why do we get burnout? What is burnout? And I'm going to read you a real definition of burnout. Let's take one at a time. And of course, I'm going to share seven self-care tips. Uh, Burnout is actually a reaction to um, something chronic, chronic stress on the job to prolong 
prolonged stress on the job or I think in life and nobody want to talk about burnout from life I'm going to talk about burnout in your life and it usually has these characteristics that are very common for people who burn out for women who burnt out there is exhaustion there is less identification with what you're doing whether it's a job or mumming or being an athlete or being a business owner whatever this is and generally the feeling of reduced abilities, reduced performance, reduced clarity, um, feelings of, you know, you don't have a lot of spark or you feel less motivated. So that's just the definition by, basically by a dictionary definition. But I wanted to share why I think we, when we get in trouble, when do we actually get burnout? I think we get in trouble when we stop paying attention, when we start masking things and creating a facade of what we want others to see. And it's more subtle than just burnout on the job because often we are rooted in gratitude, but it also doesn't mean that things are not going well or we're burning out. I'm by nature extremely grateful for everything I have and I've always had I've never regretted not being grateful enough, but I have to tell you, I hit burnout three times in the last decade, and lately, of course, less and less so due to the nature of growing and learning, but I still think everybody, even the strongest people, the most resilient people are prone to it, and we are frequently consumed by our fast-paced reality and forget to take care of ourselves. That's where the trouble is. And whether it's hitting the COVID wall or whatever they call it now and doing too much because we couldn't do it for a while or having fears that something else is happening and having this disconnection uh, from people for a while and now coming back to it and swinging all over the place. We have social media that and we have fear mongering. We have so many things affecting us and attacking us in a way for many ways. So one thing that is crystal clear to me that mental health and well-being are becoming extremely important more than ever before. If you ever experienced burnout symptoms, you probably know what I'm talking about. You're going to be nodding to everything I say. But if you never experienced them, I want you to take them with a grain of salt, Reb. Don't just go to WebMD and start Googling the symptoms because you're gonna identify a whole new slew of issues. So, and also this is not a medical podcast. I'm not a doctor. My lawyer makes me say this all the time. If you're having an emergency, hang up, pause, and go talk to 911 and doctors. This This is a caveat. I wanted to make sure you are aware that these worked for me, these tips, these symptoms that I experienced, yours might be different. So the symptoms of burnout usually, for me, it was just kind of negative, aggravated attitude, more fatigue, often feeling kind of trapped and defeated, run down in a way emotionally. Sometimes I would feel very detached and alone. Often they list those symptoms on the interwebs as an increasingly cynical and negative outlook. I don't know. I never got super cynical. I just got aggravated and more tired and with decreased satisfaction for life. If it's a job-related burnout, which I also think it translates very well into life-related burnout, um, it's an alienation from work-related activities, from life-related activities. One of my friends, my close friends, she was saying that I don't even feel like momming. I feel like I'm spending quality time with them, but I don't feel like 
I'm there, or I'm present, I'm doing a good job at all. If you have chronic stress, you may have a lot of pressure on the job or at home, but you, if you don't have chronic stress, you're peachy. If you do have chronic stress, it may lead to physical symptoms, your body giving you signs like headaches, migraines, stomach issues, internal issues. I've had those definitely, those are my symptoms for sure. I've had migraines since I was little and when they increase in intensity and frequency, I know that's um, an issue. Emotional exhaustion, it's often one of the biggest ones. Self-doubt, that sense of failure, helplessness, unmotivated, negative, aggravated. For me, that was just the emotional exhaustion, just not willing to fight or do anything. I think they also, if you are willing to explore more, there are five stages of burnout. You can explore them, the honeymoon phase and chronic stress and habitual burnout, all of those things. And I want, in this episode, I'm going to focus on just bringing awareness to the practices that can prevent burnout. Or if you know that you're kind of hitting it, I think that's also a good sweet spot to pull back and start bringing that self-care, the deep radical and intentional self-care into your life more so you don't end up, you know, like I ended up in burnout with burnout once in Russia. I was working 70 hour weeks, 70 to 80 hour weeks. I had three jobs in the corporate. I don't know how it was even legal in the corporate, but they keep giving me, I was not saying no to the projects and I wanted the promotion. So I kept working, I kept working and burnout for me was I had symptoms, I had high fever, nothing was found anywhere. I just had inflammation, my body was fighting for it. I had severe anxiety and I had tremors, like my body was shaking, I was shaking, my mind was so fogged. And I don't remember emotional state my, that time because I literally just took two weeks off. I was sent home and I couldn't work. So that's the horror story that I had. And the, two, the other two times I had it, it was way more mellow and the third time, the, the last time I had it, it was a couple of years ago, and I actually decided to hire a coach and hire step away from business at first because I was doing so much and there's so many in, incoming things and not many outcoming things for me. So I was burning out there and I took a break realizing, okay, this is definitely coming my way. I need to take care of myself. I need to set boundaries. I need to reset my self-care. And ever since, honestly, my self-care routine is so deeply ingrained. I don't start my day for probably three to four hours in the morning. I never jump into work. I never jump into chores or projects. And my family knows, my husband knows, my dogs know that the morning time, no matter what, it's going to be dedicated to me taking care of me. So I can show up as a coach. I can show up as a dog mom. I can show up as a house owner, as a wife, as a community builder, all of those things later. So if you are feeling like, okay, this is, this sounds like this rings a bell. I'm experiencing these symptoms or I've done it before. I know I didn't know how to come out of it or I just want to prevent it in the future because that kind of sounds, sounds yucky. Now let's talk about this. Um, just how you can bring more awareness, cultivate more awareness. And I think it all comes down to being careful and being attentive to what your body says, what kind of signals it gives you, what kind of signals your mind gives you. If you're off for a day, that's okay. It might be time of the month. It might be situation on the job. It might be old things coming up for you, old mindset challenges or trauma coming up for you. That's okay. But if you feel like this is a continuous thing with high stress, all of that, I do recommend taking a step back and doing a mini audit on yourself, knowing that 
you're the only one who can identify those things. And cutting yourself some slack without guilt because I felt so guilty and so much shame by when I was taking those breaks and stepping off, stepping away from business, taking time off. And mind you, I'm a highly functioning, burnt out person. That's what I learned. I Last time I had it, I was in denial for a while, but also learned that investigating, experimenting, learning new ways of how to balance high load of work and life, it tells me that you can prevent it. You can be a high producer without feeling chronically exhausted and stressed. You can feel tired at the end of the day without being burnt out and wake up next day with a new renewed energy and feel good. Again, this is not a medically infused episode with data and I didn't want it to be this way, but I wanted to make sure we are not only talking about job burnout, maybe it's your hobby, maybe it's house or your house renovation, maybe it's too many people are pulling you in different directions with all the community or spiritual things that you are into normally. You can get burnt out there as well. And of course, with kids, it's harder too. Whatever projects you're doing, those can be the reasons or your circumstances that instigate burnout and put you in a spot of vulnerability. One of the things that really strikes me hard that human beings are the mechanisms of production. We are like well-oiled machines until we break. And the questions I want you to ask at the end of this episode, and maybe take notes and ask them later when you feel like this is coming my way. What is unreasonable for you? Is this workload or project load or amount of responsibilities and things you have on your plate unreasonable? And then you can triage from there and investigate and make, come up with solutions. Do you know your body's and mind breaking point? If you don't, you don't want to get there, right? But you need to know your limits. You need to know where the boundaries are for things like saying no to things, for things like taking a break and relying on someone and giving it away and releasing control because that's really hard for us. We are always on top of our game and it's hard to release that control and say, no, I cannot do this right now. I need someone to step in and take care take care of this. And since we're communal creatures, I can guarantee you have at least one person in your life who's going to step in, step up and take care of you. And of course, lastly, is to get clear on what you ultimately can and cannot do. Those are actually crucial because I do know if someone was to ask me to add 20 hours to my week right now, it would be a hard no because I already have so much on my plate and I'm actually enjoying juggling those things. And if I have something that is pressed on me, pushed on me, imposed on me, I have to say no to it, no matter how much money or time or whatever someone's going to offer me, especially when it comes to exchange of time to money. I'm really, really careful with that. So with all of that being said, the bottom line is remember when you are taking care of your body, of your mental state, of your health, you are preventing burnout naturally. And if you feel like you're more prone to it, I definitely highly recommend get in touch with me. We can get through an intensive session and identify the reasons you keep yourself in a chronic burnout pattern and get you out of that loop. Now let's get on with this. The seven self-care practices to prevent burnout. 
None of them are going to surprise you, yet I wanted to talk about them nonetheless. They helped me tremendously. They helped my clients to step away, take care of themselves, and show up in their radiant best selves. The first one is moving your body. Even if you are unmotivated, I'm not talking about hardcore hit sessions. You don't need those. Forget about it, especially if you're a high achiever. Back off those hardcore sessions. All you need is low heart rate exercise when your pulse is not going above above the levels of 180 minus your age. And if you have something to measure with it, with your Garmin watch or your iPhone, your heart rate should not go above that. So if you're 30 years old, all of your exercise and movements should be below that because once you're passing through that threshold, when you're pushing yourself so much, you're creating more stress, more chronic stress on your body. Movement needs to be fun it can be just walk down the block and come back. It can be super easy as a yoga exercise or stretches or going with your with your doggy for a walk, playing with your cat, running with your kids outside with a ball. But moving is incredibly helpful. Now, that's why they recommend movement to people with depression and PTS. You need to move your body to help your mind and your hormones to adjust to what you're going through. The second health self-care practice that helped me so much is finding that quiet time. I'm a big proponent, especially being an introvert, having that time to myself to recharge, to analyze, to reflect, to bring awareness to what's going on with my body, soul, and mind. What do I need more of? Where can I find this quiet time? And that became a priority for me before work, before anything else, before chores. And if I have to spend half the day in my quiet time, but I come out of it and finish things faster, especially when you're coming out of burnout, you need to you need to be really, really gracious and generous with yourself and giving yourself that space to quiet your mind and let your body rest. Speaking of rest, number three is rest. Lots and lots of rest outsource things, delegate things, ask for help, hire people, find a way instead of finding a second job to do something you want to do, find a way to pay someone something a little barter with people. Do things that you need to do to be able to rest and recover because you can't push through the burnout. You cannot possibly go. You're going to end up in a worse state. The fourth one is self-compassion. It goes through all of these these self-care practices, lots and lots of self-compassion, lots of kind talk, lots of listening. I don't know who are, whomever you respect, Louise Hay, Tony Robbins, whoever fires you up. I don't know who fires you up. But listen, read, and practice self-compassion, talking to yourself in a kind voice, talking to yourself in a kind manner, releasing any pressure from yourself and obligation and expectation to be a certain way. Because it's not, it's actually now stated that burnout is a disease, is a diagnosis, but self-compassion and kindness are going to help you heal from within. The fifth one is connection. I believe that we are, we're built to be in tribes, communities, collectives, and we need that. Don't hide away from everybody because you will need someone to listen to you. Maybe it's a therapist, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's your spouse, it's your dog, but you need that connection naturally to be able to restore your emotions, let things out, listen to others, be kind to them. And connection is working actually on a physical level. We don't know it. 
but it infuses so many hormones in your body when you have a connection with someone. So I truly, truly recommend, encourage you to connect with your loved ones, call your bestie, talk to your mom, and create those beautiful connections. Sometimes it's talking to a stranger, not necessarily dumping your problems on them, but just talking to someone and helping someone this way. The sixth one is the physical touch. And if you don't like physical touch, I'm not a big fan of people touching me. Uh, So you can get hugs from your loved ones, from your family, from your kiddos. You can pet dogs because it's proven. Research shows that petting a dog actually can increase positive hormones in your body your cats, your turtles, physical touch is necessary. Maybe it's going to look like getting a massage, self-massaging yourself, hugging yourself. It's a good one. And going through those tiny motions where, you know, doing face yoga, for me, it's actually face yoga. I feel so cared for when I do face yoga with my own hands. And the last one, I'm plowing through fast because this episode is getting longer. Um, Well, the last one is making sure it should be the first one, to be honest with you, is nutrition. Because once we are burned out, once we're high in highly stressed state, we are emotional eaters and that's not supportive of any stress stresses in your life. Because what you put in your body, we're fueled by oxygen and food we're eating, right? We're also, sleep is also non-negotiable, but I want to talk about food specifically because if you are going to be adding more sugar to a dumpster fire that your body is already, you're just going to affect your body in more negative ways that you possibly can know about because sugar works like a drug. Sugar makes you want to eat more sugar. And I'm not only talking about pure you know, white sugar. I'm also talking about processed foods that also operate in your body, just like a drug, because they are full of things and elements that are not actually not even pronounceable or meant for us. So we're not designed to eat those things. So focusing on eating plenty of healthy fats, eating good amount of vegetables, eating solid sources of protein, pasture-raised, grass-fed, if you can afford it, if you can supplement with pasture-raised eggs, because now they're affordable everywhere. And focusing on minimizing the things that create inflammation in your body, because inflammation thrives on sugar. Inflammation is, if you're chronic chronically stressed, you are inflamed. So why would you be adding more of something you already have when you're trying to eliminate it? Just logical, doesn't make sense. So nutrition is the last one. And I'm gonna run through them real quick again. Move your body, find quiet time, rest plenty, whether it's sleep, naps, taking time off, going away, whatever this is. Self-compassion and kindness, lots of it. Connecting with others physical touch or petting your pets and doing self-massages or massages or adjustments, whatever you like, and nutrition to eliminate that baggage that you're carrying in your body, in your vessel already. So I hope this is helpful. I hope you are, you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you did, if you want to post any comments, any, any feedback you have, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Connect with me on social media. Obviously, you can find me on Instagram and I am very active in my Facebook group, Work Life Balanced with Anya Perry. And I can't wait to hear from you. I hope this goes well for you. I hope the summer brings some peace and some balance into your life. And remember about the giveaway next week. I'm going to make an announcement in the Facebook group next week. So I hope to see you there. And let's crush this thing without crushing it. 
let's stay on top of the game and let's spread the word about this because I think we need to bring more and more awareness to the issue that is becoming critical in our society. And I'm sending you so much love. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information as well as my website www.anyaperry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you. Have a wonderful day.